Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, I am Sam Nifty Delena. So what? Delena? Well, Delaney. Delena. Sam Delena. Sam. Like Thumbelina. Delaney. <laughs> Sometimes I say that if I'm checking into a fancy restaurant or a, yeah. or um hotel. I make my yeah. name sound a bit French. Yeah. And the guy says, the lady here. No, uh, it is Samuel Delaunay, the famous French aristocrat. <laughs> is that going to be your stage name when you become like a supper club cabaret singer? Well, what's that thing uh, where in, in, in Rivnell and I, you watched Rivnell and I recently, yeah. where he, he, <laughs> where they say, oh yeah, someone came round here the other week. <laughs> Queer type. De la touche. Yeah, it has it. It's a Bernard de la touche. And they go, yeah. They go, queer sort, added a young nephew with him. Yeah, and Paul McCann goes, yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bernard de, Bernard de la touche, isn't it? That's yeah. the name that he, that he goes by. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah I watched with him with my daughter. I she loved with it. Daughter didn't the she? other week. Introduced, you fucking loved it. Really, that's great. Favorite line, which which we re- regularly repeating nowadays. Uh, As a youth, I would weep in butcher yeah, shops. that's one of the very best for sure. <laughs> so brilliantly written. What yeah. a film! Great film. But never mind that. That might be a deep dive for another time. Well, we probably um, won't deep dive it because people have suggested it before. But you? it's one of those things that's just funny. I tell you what, we should yeah. deep dive, but we don't want to give them. <laughs> Let's deep dive. John Cleese's new program on um, GB News. <laughs> we could do, if indeed it even happens. Hmm. Oh, is it just a publicity uh, stunt, do you reckon? I don't know. I think he'll make one appearance and that'll probably be it. Yeah. I don't know why he bothered. He, just must, he must need money again. He keeps getting divorced and he has to do projects for money. Right. Oh, okay. He's been, he's been through about four divorces now, I think. Fucking hell. But, um, Funny, yeah. funny bloke. It's such a shame, though, isn't it? Because, like... It's a bit like, I guess in some ways it's, you know, when heroes like, because it really, John Cleese, or, yeah, you think, oh, what a knob. But fucking John Cleese, mm. like, any of those Monty Python films, he fucking often, you know, all of them were geniuses, but he often mm. steals the show. You know, even amongst geniuses, yeah. he was like yeah. the best. I mean, yeah. he's, and you sort of think, when you see characters, the sort of characters that he came up with and played to perfection, like Basil Forty, I always think mm. a man like that, you have to have like such tremendous sort of emotional intelligence and insight to like yeah. human nature, right? That it must like make we've got yeah, it must make you like sensitive, like quite sensitive. I, I, you know, this is obviously wrong, but in my mind, I sort of think they must be intelligent and sensitive yeah. and good people to understand 
like a character like Basil Forty or any of the characters that he played in Monty Python. They understand it so well to play it that way that they must sort of have like a good heart and a good brain. So then when they do something like, when they just start behaving like cunts or, you know, just awfully, you think, where's this fucking come from? Mm. What I'm saying is I I thought maybe you can't be that talented and be a cunt. But obviously history teaches us otherwise, so I'm being naive. It's... It's just something that comes with age with some people, I think. Yeah. It's that thing where they say you always drift further to the right politically, the older mm. you get. Mm. Mm. And I saw somebody talking about this the other day, and they've been having a conversation with a mutual friend about how mutual friends of theirs were becoming more to the right, and it was yeah. becoming harder and harder to like hang out with them. Oh, yeah, I know. Honestly, I've got real... I've got friends, and it compromises my friendship with them because because of that happening as they get yeah. older like less tolerant and people say things that you think is a joke like they'll yeah. say something like they'll start railing against like woke culture right yeah and you think this must be a joke because it's such a cliche for you know a fucking white middle-aged bloke to start going on about fucking woke so, so i chuckle this has happened to me with a couple of different mates i chuckle as if they're being ironic but then you realise, no, they really are furious about <laughs> yeah, yeah. young people having different, more progressive opinions than them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They do see no, it as like a threat. It. I think the thing is, you get old. I think it's the reason I think it's more prevalent in men is that I think men generally in society have it, have had it easier than most. So they're yeah. more keenly aware of their status being changed. You could say undermined. It's, it's just threatened. And, and yeah, that probably is true because, but don't worry because we're so far ahead. Do you know what I mean? We've got so much privilege that we can afford to lose some of it and still yeah. be more privileged than anyone else. That's the first totally. thing I'd say, right? And so, but the second thing is, is that it's changed. No one likes change. The biggest trigger of any fucking mental health problem for any of us, and that's been the case in my life, is change. It's the one thing that runs through everything that's ever fucked with me it's the prospect of change and the thing is is that so-called woke culture is usually you, whatever you want to call it leftist or liberal but it's just progressive it's about change because the only way that civilization progresses is to fucking think of how we can improve things and even when things seem already good think how can we make them even better that's the history of fucking mankind that's fucking yeah. evolution right that always comes from liberal left-wing progressives that kind of thinking on the right people are usually thinking how can we maintain things as they are how can we fight change right and so that's it and so you become more right-wing as you get older because change becomes more and more scary the older you get that's right yeah you want to stay in your comfort zone the whole time yeah and you get become furious that there are people who are trying to change things because you think, so hang on a minute, what's the matter with wh- how things are? I'm all right. Why change it? <laughs> so you're, you've got f- certain friends who are demonstrating those traits now mm. in your mid-40s. Imagine if that started with Cleves in his mid-40s and now he's 82 or whatever he is. So that's 35 years plus of slowly drifting into this place that he now finds himself. And I, I, I just I keep seeing these comments and quotes from him that appear on social media and everyone's saying ah fuck off you silly old cunt I just think well you know he's 82 I'm not arsed mm. the stuff that he did 
back in the seventies and eighties was brilliant, and I loved it. And I'll, you know, I'm not interested in what John Cleese has got to say now that he's eighty-two. Yeah, you're right. In the same way that I told my parents when they they voted in the Brexit referendum, I said, "Don't vote for what you want. Vote for what your grandkids want. Yeah. Transfer your vote to them because it's their world." Yeah, that's very true. And unfortunately, you won't be around for the the ramifications of whatever the, the outcome is. Yeah. So. So it's it's. I'm not saying that all people should be shut in a cupboard and never listen to, but that we, we you know, sometimes if we don't like what we hear, we shouldn't really take them seriously at all. Yeah, and also I suppose when you get to that age, in a way you have to sort of, a, to some degree, res- respect it or just let them get on with it because if not, it becomes yeah. like bullying, doesn't it? Well, this is the thing. If you're talking about woke stuff and what is regarded as... Um, the right thing to say or think or whatever is somebody who's 82 in a position to be able to keep up with what is new. Yeah, and that's true. What what you are, inverted commas, allowed to say and not allowed to say. <laughs> and, you know, we'll get to a stage where we don't give a fuck. We'll end up getting cancelled when we're about 59. I can't believe we haven't been cancelled already, mate. But yeah, I, I, tell you, I tell you... Um, one, one, we'll be on fucking panorama one of these days. It'll be a compilation. One thing is that they... It, well, that's why we can't run for office. We should run for office, but we can't. Because it would take five minutes for the papers mm. to just trawl through all of our output from the last few years and just quite rightfully rip us to pieces. Yeah. But the... the um the, the, the other problem is is that people who identify as left-wing liberal, right, and mm. always have done through their life, what counted for left-wing liberal and progressive 10, 20, 30 years ago no yeah. longer does because people have become... Because that's progress, right? That is progress. And people are mm. constantly pushing forward the boundaries of what we should, you know, reassess in society and how we should recalibrate society and discourse and all the rest of it, right? Yeah. And so you have to move with those times. So the change you fought for 30 years ago, right... That came about. Well done. Round of applause. You made that change, right? And now people have taken the baton on for you and, and creating, they're creating further change. Other changes. And there comes yeah. a point at which you go, your point of view, right, your perspective becomes a bit outmoded. And, the, the mm. you know, you've got right-wing people who identify as right-wing and always have. And in a way, they're not, the, you know, they're like, whatever. But what you get is people who've always identified as left-wing liberal who are fucking outraged when they discover that actually some of their opinions are now considered slightly problematic. Yeah, because but I was always a good guy. Yeah, How because, this because if you identify as left-wing liberal, there is always an element of self-righteousness, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. by the way, I speak, you know, I'm, I am one of the people I'm talking about, right? So it happens in our house all the time because... Yep. As we've talked about, and you have it with your daughter, my daughter will pick me up on things that I say that are terms or attitudes that we've been, the likes of me and you and the people, the generation we grew up with, have been fucking bandying about for comic effect for decades with absolutely yeah. no one giving us any stick over it because our defence was it's all tongue-in-cheek and ironic anyway sort of thing. And, you know, today they're like, fuck irony, you cannot say that shit in any context, right? And I get into it where I'm like, no, you don't understand. I'm a good guy. I'm a left-wing guy. I'm very progressive. I believe in all of these things. And my daughter, you'll find you're not, father. Yeah, my daughter said to me time and time again, 
You can't just say that. You can't just say, I am this person, <laughs> I'm a good person, and therefore anything that I say or do that is basically unacceptable, yeah. you have to give me a free pass on it. Yeah, but I'm supposed to have my fun. Yeah, <laughs> sort of how the conversation goes. I'm mucking about. What's the matter? Now you're putting a pan, I'm mucking about in my own house that I pay for. It's not right. <laughs> I want to do... It's critical gone wrong. That's what I want to call a Chinese takeaway. Why can't I call it that? <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically yeah. exactly the sort of conversation that always comes out. That's what we've always called Chinese takeaways. No one bothered in the past. Oh! I'm just calling it the Chinese these days. I call it the other thing. I stop that now. <laughs> and like, she's like, you can't just say it. And then I go, okay, I see it. And, and, so, I, and I stop calling the corner shop that word when you told me he was Bangladeshi. <laughs> see, I'm making a change. I'm doing the absolute best. And it ain't easy either. It's very confusing for a man of my age. All the roles are changing. Uh, and uh, John Cleese feels now. Mr Singh, he's going to go. We get on well. We talk about the football, all sorts. He don't mind. It's you that minds. <laughs> right. I'll go in there to get me paper. We have a right good <laughs> chat, me and him. I ask him how business is going, all that. He's tremendously hard-working. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, and then, you know, I find myself having a conversation with my dad and we we fell out or we had a, a let's say, a, a full and frank exchange of thoughts and ideas on a, on a particular issue. And, right. and it, it was the same thing. This is like, um, this is like probably a year ago now, I think. But it was the same thing because I go to him, you know, that's just not on. It's out of order and it's, you know, mm. and he, and I hear him saying to me, how could, he can't get his head on, how could you possibly think that I, mm. I, <laughs> Barry the hippie, Delaney, right? <laughs> how could you think that me, Barry, was in any Sweet way prejudiced, Barry. right? <laughs> yeah. I'm Barry the hippie, I'm not Barry the racist. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find actually. <laughs> and then I'm going to, yeah. well, you can't just say you're not, but then have these other f- things, these point of views or attitudes that actually mean you are. It's not about what you identify as, it's what you, your actions are, you know. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, and he was really outraged and I think like a bit upset. He couldn't get his head around the idea that anyone mm. would consider him. Because, you know, my dad has been very left-wing, quite active in left-wing politics his whole life, right? So the idea that anyone would indicate that his opinions were anything other than totally fucking watertight, right? But they weren't. Yeah. But then I thought, well, it's exactly the same thing that I go through with my daughter. Do you know what I mean? Uh, And you get more angry if you self-identify as a left-winger because we're all self-righteous people. (laughs) That's the thing. And it's something that afflicts people of the left more than of the right. Yeah. say to someone on the right who is of an advanced age, well, that's a racist thing to say. They go, yes. Yes, yes it is. Well, if that makes me racist, racist. then to hell with it. I'm a racist. (laughs) And I made no apologies for that. Paint it on my front door if you must. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I purchased me a T-shirt with it emblazoned across the chest area. <laughs> of course, I don't wear T-shirts. I'm a 74-year-old right-winger. Uh, get me I a wear tweed a blazer suit. with it embroidered onto my back. Racist. <laughs> and proud. Uh, 
I so pay yeah, my taxes. I have every right to be a racist. <laughs> more of that to come from us over the years. <laughs> so yeah, we get older. This podcast. No, well, I think it's good to to check ourselves on that shit. And as we've said before, before it's, we good, it's good that we've got teenage daughters to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I tell you something yeah. else that's interesting is that the the they're, they're different attitudes to parents and grandparents, right? So she'll give me. Hundred percent shit over quite small trivial yes. things. I know what's but then coming here. Yeah, we went out for lunch with my dad, and my dad made a series of what could only be described as highly <laughs> sexist remarks about various <laughs> women in the restaurant. Right, <laughs> and it's sort of shit right. that if I'd said, yeah. she would have fucking demolished me, and I just kept looking at her nervously, and I yeah. was like, trying to keep. I'm going, <laughs> Dad, we can't say things like that. <laughs> like shitting myself she's gonna kick off and she's just like she just thinks he's sweet right yeah do you think she's sweet and she's like oh your generation my mother is like i mean my mum says outrageous shit right and my daughter will not fucking entertain any criticism of my mum whatsoever right yeah leave her be she's loud woman she's sweet yeah same with my dad right but if I yeah. say things half as bad, that's it. I get a verbal that's kicking. It. Yeah. Well, you're meant to be her direct. You're, you're a fucking line manager, mate. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. So. But yeah, do, I um, mean, are they, are your, is your daughter give your parents a free pass on everything? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bastards. Jalapeño. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. I have in my left hand the 31st of December 1983 issue of Roy of the Rovers. Across the top, it says, A Happy New Year to all our readers. Uh, apologies for the lateness of us getting to Roy of the Rovers, if that's what you've tuned in for. <laughs> I mean, if it is what you've tuned in for, then why? More for you. Uh, you know, uh, that's not how this works. On the front page, Roy, in a series of scenes... Uh, as the newly restored manager of Melchester, uh, first of all, we see him sitting in his high-backed <laughs> office chair with his power tie and his power chair. I'm going to be needed. Now I'm back. I'm going to need a bigger chair because it's more important yeah. for me to reassert yeah. my authority. Yeah. They gave me a really big one at Walford. This one needs to be bigger still. So <laughs> I'll send you a picture Go of the out. one I had at some, Get some money from Petty Cash. Go out into the town and get the biggest chair with the highest back you can find. <laughs> so he's there, he's sat in his big chair. His tie's loosened around his neck and he's doing some typing. Type, 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 type. What's it to you? A, D. V. Oh, fucking hell, it's going to take me all day. <laughs> Why have I not got a secretary? Uh, oh, yeah, I kept trying to get off with them. <laughs> I'm not allowed one anymore for HR reasons. <laughs> so he's did some typing. There's a massive pile of letters to the right-hand side. On the, they're all over the fucking desk. Fucking chaos on his desk, mail. isn't it? You what? 
It's absolute chaos, his desk. It is. But he seems happy. Look at his face. He looks great. Beatific. Then, to the right, uh, he is in the uh, physio's treatment room with Taffy Morgan. Taffy Morgan looks like he's about to deliver a verdict of uh, near death on the player. <laughs> this lad's for the knacker's yard. Send him to the glue no factory. I don't know. It's a generic curly-haired ginger player. Uh, Roy is gently touching the player's injured knee. I'm trying to heal him, maybe, a bit like Jesus. A bit like Glenn Hoddle might do. Well, <laughs> That's what's do. going on there. Put your hand yeah. on it and think think nice thoughts. It'll soon be yeah. right as rain. <laughs> and then in the third instalment, uh, it seems to be a board of directors meeting. Uh, ben Galloway. And look at his chair in this scene. He's got an even bigger and more again. ornate chair in the boardroom. Yeah. It's got like like little balls on the top. Yeah. Uh, and he's pointing a finger while making a point about something or other. Right, you cunts. He looks like he's saying, now you cunts, I'm back now and things are going to be different. I don't want to hear a fucking peep. You can turn up and get your brown envelopes once a quarter and that's it. <laughs> you are yes men and that's all. <laughs> it says the Christmas celebrations were over and now Roy Race had launched himself into the many and varied tasks that befall befell the player manager of Melchester Rovers, including an interview for Midlands Television, which is what we see in the bottom of the page. Roy's sitting in his, his big office chair again there, and his fingers are steepled. Yeah. Because he's making an important oh, intelligent you know someone's saying some shit, bringing some fucking real truth to a situation when you steeple the fingers. When the fingers are steepled. Get ready, you know, cunts. fucking about. My fingers are steepled, so don't say you are fairly warned. Mr. Cameraman, get a close-up on the steepled fingers if you can. I just got Very my important. nails done as well up the salon. They're doing for men now and all. In fact, I'm looking into that. I think that's going to be a boom area. Opening a fucking and, a chain of Roy Race beauty salons for men. That and uh, little tags full of fish that eat your feet. Yeah. They'll I, be big. Oh, we went on a tour. Me and Blackie, words. we went on a Far Eastern tour with the team a couple of summers ago. Fucking hell. I put my feet in this tank of fish, right? Absolutely amazing. They came out looking like baby's feet. <laughs> they were all pink and soft. It was beautiful. I, I asked, I've asked Blackie to look into how we can get hold of some of them fish here in the UK. But so far, he's just come back with pike, which I uh, don't want to know. Put your feet in a tank full of pike and they just fucking shit themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, there's rumours going around about fish aids. Uh, so, I'm not keen on that. I might right, stop it's a work in progress. Suffice to say, Blackie and I are working through various iterations of the business model. <laughs> we have a roadmap. <laughs> it's a start-up, and sometimes you have to pivot. <laughs> anyway, I've got Blackie out this weekend. He's got his cousins involved up in Liverpool. They, they reckon they've got hold of some fish that they reckon will do the job. I don't know what breed they are. Apparently they're That's fish that are just exclusive to the Mersey. <laughs> Probably fucking piranhas now with them. <laughs> they say they've trained them, make them vicious, so they'll really go for your feet when they see them. I mean, uh, who knows with his cousins, but they reckon they've been training these fish for fucking weeks. <laughs> they've been feeding them bits of fresh liver. Yeah. We trained them to attack a human foot at first sight. <laughs> and then work their way up the leg. 
It's a see that circles. That's a mercy fish. You only get them in the mercy. <laughs> we go all over. We've kept them in a farm in our back garden. We've been feeding them livers. <laughs> livers for Liverpool. <laughs> we call the we call the farm. The Liverpool, Liverpool. <laughs> That's a scalp liver, that. <laughs> Best kind of liver. Um, so he's got his steeple fingers. The interviewer said to him, Now let's turn to Rob Richards, Roy. A lot of people were shocked when you pulled him off against Carford after only 30 minutes. Over the page. To the two-page colour spread inside. Uh, Roy deflects the question brilliantly he says because he's the club's top goal scorer Rob may have scored a lot of goals but the other forwards haven't it's better <laughs> for five players to score two goals apiece than for one player to score six what? five times two <laughs> equals ten one times six is uh, I think it's seven next question which is less <laughs> next question and then close up with his head next which always means serious point is being yeah. made I'm not saying that Rob is greedy. I am saying that Rob is greedy. <laughs> but a lot of young players are so keen to make an impression, they sometimes forget there are another 10 players in the side. Equals 11. <laughs> uh, and then he says... Any further will... sums you would like me to do? <laughs> Try to keep them single figures, if possible. I will I'll be now a... accepting sums from the assembled press. <laughs> I'll go no higher than 11. Do not try and take the piss or make a fool of me, or I will ban you from future conferences. Yes, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) 11 take away three, Roy. Easy. Eight. Next Next question. (laughs) (laughs) What is three squared? No, I don't do squared. I just do plus, minus... Don't uh, piss me about. I don't do any of that div- Greek maths, right? Fuck, yeah. right, that's it. You're banned. No more for you. That's, Get out that's now. That's got a letter in it. It's not. It's got to be just numbers. Yeah. I'm not particularly keen on division. I will give it a go, but not <laughs> never long division. I find division is a minefield. <laughs> Some of it, uh, I think, anyway, is a scam. We'll see what happens in the practice match this afternoon. <laughs> The, the first we've held since I returned to the Rovers from Walford, and there's a, cl- a long shot of the uh, the practice match happening uh, on the pitch at Mel Park. Uh, Roy walks onto the pitch with Taffy. Now then, Taffy, where's this brilliant young prospect that you snapped up while I was away? That sounds a bit sarcastic, doesn't it? <laughs> Taffy's been buying players. Fucking hell. Uh, you mean you mean Neville Jones, Roy? <laughs> Neville Jones. And there he is. We see Neville Jones chesting a ball that's been lobbed over towards him. He's over there. Vernon Elliott spotted him playing Parks football for Melton. Neville's a left-sided midfield player who likes to push through as an extra forward. <laughs> um, like that John Barnes. <clears throat> yeah. Didn't we see? You'll see there that he actually looks a bit like John Barnes. <laughs> As if that's I, what we're trying to represent. I don't know what the word is. I don't know, should quite know what, what word you'd use to describe his appearance. Um, uh, dusky? Dusky, perhaps. I don't know. Vernon, he's not I, 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 He's not a relative of Vernon's, as far as I know. He said he just <laughs> met him in the park. 
What on earth Vernon was doing in the park? I have no idea. Oh, it's fucking the ball player that Vernon's found in the park. And, uh, Roy, Roy looks fucking perturbed. He's thinking to himself, Neville Jones, Rob Richards, there's certainly not a new talent to blend into my old team, and it uh, isn't going to be easy. I don't like this at all. Uh, Roy, of course, fears change. Like, uh, like so like many white men, men of a certain age. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Roy called the, the players together. The changing all around me. <laughs> Feet fish. <laughs> Feet fish. Male manicures. <laughs> Dark-skinned lads playing professional football. In parks. In parks. <laughs> Everything's changing. I feel so confused. People talk about women's rights, but what about my rights? They're being undermined. Every time someone else gets a right, it's one right taken from me. Men like me have shaped the way the world is for decades, nay centuries, and it all seems fine to me, so why change it? When the war came, it wasn't the women or the dark lads who were picking up weapons and running into the Hitler's forces. It were men like me. And what reward do we get? Well, Marginalised. I'll be honest. Like my granddad. <laughs> I f- not my granddad, because he, he had lumbago, so he couldn't do it. <laughs> right? But, and not me, because I weren't born. And my, my dad, which, he just missed out on national service by six months, and he was gutted. He was genuinely gutted. He would have Proper loved to have gone and served Queen and Country. But I can tell you one thing now. As a man in 1983... I feel like the oppressed minority. And sometimes, <laughs> I'll be honest, I feel quite scared. Scared and lonely. <laughs> Next question. Thanks, lads. Best of luck, Saturday. Uh, go out there and give it your best shot. <laughs> uh, uh, so he's talking to the players on the pitch. He says all that stuff to him. Then, then he says, the last few months haven't been easy for any of us, but now it's time to forget the past and make a fresh start. As you know, our next match is against Wokington Town in the third round of the FA Cup. Make no mistake about it, you'll all be fighting for your places. <laughs> Bold type. So uh... <laughs> You sounded like that clip. That fucking taffing clip of Pierce Brosnan. You know that. Well, maybe <laughs> you should have been living here. <laughs> yeah. Roy went a bit taff in there. You'll all be fighting for your places. <laughs> Practice match gets underway. Play your normal game. It'll give me a chance to see what you've been doing while I was away. Does he not watch match of the day? Of course he does. I haven't watched fucking any of it. <laughs> yeah. Neville Jones was soon in action. Uh, and he tackles one of the Manchester players. He goes, oomph. Roy thinks, good hard tackle. He's amazingly strong for his build. <laughs> Deceptively he so. off with the ball. He breaks fast too. No wonder Vernon got so excited about this lad. This park lad. <laughs> Rob Richards was also keen. Far post, Neville. Now, now. But Neville doesn't uh, chip it across. He uh, just fucking puts it in the back of the net. Uh, Duncan McKay says, looked mishit to me. Uh, Rob Richards, lucky little perisher. <laughs> Fuck off, Richards. Exactly, Rob Richards has got a right fucking attitude yeah, problem. Yeah, exactly. It could be, you should Trick. be fucking applauding him. He's your teammate. Yeah. And calling him a lucky yeah. perisher. Oh, I mean, there's two defenders. There's there's no Baxter and Duncan Mackay between uh, 
Neville yeah, and... Yeah, the shot was the correct Ra- option. Richards. And by the yeah. way, old <clears throat> Charlie Carter's wearing a pair of fucking Levi 501s. <laughs> <It's like> <laughs> if you look dirty. at the picture. So it's yeah. like, you know that he's going to like, that's going to hinder his fucking agility in goal. Yeah. If you had, I mean, those, of- are, those are pretty narrow-fitting jeans. And you can see they're bunching uh, at the crotch. And a pair of garden gloves as well, by the looks of it. It's just come from pruning his roses. I don't. Just, just put in to do a practice match. I lose kit. I gardening, doing roses this morning, tending to Charlie Carter front garden. Very nice this time of year, but hard work. Rewarding, though. <laughs> anyway, what Charlie wife come out, say, I'm big problem. You'll forget training, start five minutes. Kit, Charlie kit still in laundry, not dry yet. Charlie in hurry. Charlie, think, go straight to training in gardening wear. <laughs> Levi 501 and garden centre. Dick glove. Regardless to say, Charlie, give um 100%. <laughs> As always, um, um 110%. Uh, Roy thinks, as he watches Noel Neville, sorry, no, look about it. Neville spotted that Charlie Carter had left a gap at the near post where he put his uh, his secateurs down <laughs> and, uh, and rug-footed everybody. As the game continued, uh, Rob Richards dispossesses uh, a defender uh, and says, Mine! As he takes it. Fucking prick. Uh, that's the stuff, Rob. I wish everyone was so hungry for the ball. Um <clears throat> Uh, but then Rob has a man free either side, which Roy thinks, this isn't so good. A man free on either side of him, and he's going it alone. That's one of the players shouts, with you, Rob. Off to the left, over the page. And Rob takes a shot, just like Neville Jones did. But this time, Charlie Carter gets his hands to it and saves it. Uh, good effort, young Rob, says Duncan Mackay. And then, I don't know who that is, but it's usually Jimmy Slade. says, brought the best out of the cat. Roy, uh, Roy's not playing in this game. He's just running around observing it. In his fucking tracksuit on. Yeah. And he's, he thinks, actually, it was a simple save for Charlie. By not releasing a wide ball, Rob gave him plenty of time to come out and narrow the angle. I will fucking demolish him for this. I know exactly how to deal with this. Uh, public humiliation. One of my favourite management techniques. <laughs> One of my favourite tools in my management box. I will dismantle uh, him, him piece by piece <laughs> until he is not psychologically po- a puddle on the floor of the changing room. Psychologically and sexually. <laughs> Time for a he good... will be unable to achieve erection for at least eight months after this. A good old fashioned sexual dismantling is called for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lads, you can take a breather. Rob, could I have a quick word, please? <laughs> <He says. Yeah. laughs> sure, boss. Uh, right, they're cool. walking off to the side <laughs> of the pitch. Roy's got his hand on Rob's shoulder, uh, kind of a paternal hand on the shoulder, as he uh, explains one or two things to him. He says, uh, you've got to do some work on your game, son. <laughs> As in the Carford match, you're trying to take too many things upon yourself instead of blending with the team. Blending in uh, black type there. Uh, but you've got all the qualities to make a fine player. 
the fact that you won't be an automatic choice at centre forward should be a challenge to you rather than a disappointment. <laughs> I'm back now, son. You're in my chair. You have to get out of my chair and find another chair. Or maybe just sit on the gravel in the car park. I don't know. I don't think this is going to end well for you, is it, son? <laughs> I mean, look, the way you look, the colour of your hair, your initials. It doesn't seem right. It's, think fucking, maybe you should, it's, it's weird. Maybe you should get a job in uh, a pet shop or something like that. <laughs> I can see you handling guinea pigs. You'd be, you'd be happy there. <laughs> Change your name, darken your hair, maybe put a pair of specs on. Just start again. What's that, Mrs. This Jones? For you. you need to change the feed for your budgerigar because he's had the shits. Oh, I've got just the thing. Try this brand. Yeah, I can almost hear it. You'd be absolutely <laughs> cracking. <laughs> Funnily enough, I've got a pal who's got a pet shop uh, down in South Wales. You can go work for him. But yes, very far away it is, yes. <laughs> Small town, I've got not too many people liberty, to bother you. I took the liberty of getting you a train ticket earlier on. Yes, yes, it is one way. <laughs> There's a flat above the shop, you can live in that. Enjoy your new pet shop life, dickhead. <laughs> there you go. All the best pet shop, cunt. <laughs> yeah. If ever I'm in the area, I'll be sure to pop my head in and buy a fucking terrapin. <laughs> 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 so Roy said to him um, what was it the fact that you won't be an automatic choice in centre forward should be a challenge to you rather than a disappointment and Rob says what, what, what's that supposed to mean Roy <laughs> then the next panel the Rovers found out an hour later the team sheets up for the cup match Saturday and a, a voice to the side we don't know who it is says good grief he's left Rob out of the squad he hasn't even subbed for the cup match <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> and you'll notice that I put race nine in slightly bigger letters than the rest of you <laughs> I am very much back <laughs> I, I have considered putting a team sheet on the pinball with just my name on it <laughs> I mean ten the other ten of cunts can come out if they want, but it's not really relevant, is it, once I'm playing? I was going to put my name in, leave the other ten blank, and the challenge will be for you, lads, to fill your names in, if you think you're up to it. <laughs> As the Rovers ran out the following Saturday, full house at Melchester Park, uh, here's the, the crowd, and we haven't heard from this this week. Um, Jones in, and our top goal scorer out! But Roy must know what he's doing. He'd better. If Rovers fail to beat this third division mob by a cricket score, he may start wishing he'd stayed at Walford. <laughs> Fucking hell. Third division mob. <laughs> cricket score. Neville Jones straight in the team, though. Fucking hell. Um, so there we are. That's the end of the, uh, the latest one. It says there, next week... At half time, it's Melchester nil, Wokington one. So there's Christ. a bit of a spoiler Christ almighty. Marks out a ten. I'm going to give this one a nine. I'm uh, going to give it a ten. Why? Go on then. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Actually, I'd forgot about the front cover because there was lots to digest. Yeah, there. the chairs and the typing and things like that. Yeah, I'll I'll join you on a ten for that. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can always so. change your mind in this game. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. 
So uh, that's it from from us uh, for this one. We'll be back with more next week. Thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.